This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 21, how to beat writing task one on the IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In today's episode, you'll get two very clear steps to show you what to do on writing task one during your IELTS exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, what's up? How are you doing today? I am doing wonderfully. How are you, Lindsay? I'm great. And I want to ask you a question today. Oh, please do. So I'm (laughs) curious. (laughs) Well, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions today, but (laughs) just this one question to start off here. So I'm curious about the writing section of the IELTS test. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What's on that writing test? What's What's on that section? Um, it's actually split up into two tasks. Writing task one is shorter. It has to be at least 150 words. And it's usually about a graph or a table and sometimes a map. Um, task two is longer, 250 words. And it's a, like a four paragraph essay, like an opinion essay, for example. So task two, even though it's longer, is actually easier because it's the student's mm. own thoughts. But task okay. one just honestly baffles. It just confuses most people. Oh, so generally interpreting something like a map or a graph, something like that. Hmm? Yeah. Even when I first started teaching IELTS and I had to take the exam myself to, you know, start mm-hmm. my preparation to teach it. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how to answer task one. It's not, <laughs> you know, I studied languages. I didn't study anything related to like yeah. charts and graphs and statistics. So yeah, it's tough. Right. So how can people actually start to attempt to prepare for that? I mean, what would you actually do if you're trying to attack that part of the writing test? Yeah. So step by step, um, after teaching IELTS for goodness, it's been about a decade now. Um, wow. I created a, a three step system to how to plan and prepare for your, your task one essay. Um, so I'll just give you an example. The most common task one question. I call change over time, and it's usually a line graph, and it shows Mm -hmm. you information that changes over time. So, for example, (laughs) um, like the increase in population of koala bears or (laughs) whatever it might be. The the topics are are, kind of random. Um, Yeah, so it's all about increasing and decreasing. So one really good way to prepare is to read the business section in the newspaper because that has Mm. all the vocabulary you would need, like increase, decline, Uh. drop, skyrocket, stuff like that. Um, But also 
how to plan for the essay, it should be simple. You have to keep it, keep it simple and keep it clear. So the essay should only have three paragraphs. Um, mm -hmm. the first paragraph has to, uh, paraphrase the test question and then have an overall trend. The overall trend is very important and I can explain that later. Um, mm -hmm. and then the two main paragraphs of the essay. Just divide all these numbers into two groups. So for example, um, the biggest increases in paragraph two and the biggest decreases in paragraph three, for example. Mm. So just, just keep it simple and make sure that you understand the graph before you start writing about it. Wow, this is so helpful. I mean, having a framework really changes everything, doesn't it, Jessica, when you attempt to, to pass an exam? Oh, of course. I mean, especially on test day, you're so nervous and mm. there are so many thoughts going through your head about if right. you prepared enough or what this is going to do for your future. And it's, right. yeah, it's, it's really scary. So as mm. long as you have this sort of fundamental framework in your head and you've, you've practiced it as much as you can, that's all you can do. Like that's the best you can do. And, um, right. hopefully that'll stick in your head when you, when you take the test. Yeah. Because we know, you know, for our listeners, they're out there working on their English every day. And we know that that panic sets in kind of, Often, even just in conversational situations. Oh my gosh. Hopefully yeah. not full on panic, but, <laughs> and I can imagine, you know, we really want to empathize with our listeners here. And if it's a test situation, it's, it's even worse. So, you know, we need to develop these frameworks and really have them cemented in our minds, as you said, Jessica, to be able to go in and have the toolbox, you know, have yeah. the trick in the back pocket so that when that anxiety comes up, you have something to, to root you. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and the framework has to be very simple. I mean, like I said, mm. I've, I've been teaching this for over a decade and the, the three step system that I've developed, the way to plan and the way to write, it works for every question you will ever see in writing task one. So wow. yeah, it's, um, it's, how did you, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, get me talking about IELTS. I just can't stop. So. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Hey, you're Jessica. You're in your zone of genius right now. And and <laughs> we had Laura Garnett on the show a few weeks ago to talk about the zone of genius, and it feels good to be in your zone of genius because you can kind of give a skill to the world and help them. And it just feels so natural. Yeah. And um, it's something that you've worked hard to develop over a long period of time. So finding a use for that confidence, I guess, is, oh, is really so nice. Cool. Yeah, it's so amazing. cool. How did, yeah. And how did you come to develop your system, your framework? How did you, I mean, did the light bulb kind of go off and you said, oh, we, we don't need to do it this way. This is the way. Or how did you come to develop it? Yeah. Good question. Um, It took time. It took just a lot of trial and error. It was I was developing curriculum and teaching at the same time. So it was, it was sort of as, as I was teaching the students, I was also learning myself. So, um, mm. I developed a, a, a longer, well, I guess it was thinking of advice for each type of question and then realizing that I could take the essential advice, the most important advice, and it would work for every question. So. It was about mm. making it clear to the students, but also making it clear to myself about the easiest way to teach it, I guess. Guys, if you want to succeed on the speaking section of the IELTS, you need to know what the examiner wants to find out exactly what the examiner wants to give you a seven on this 
IELTS speaking section, go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation. That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. I like that. I like that. Okay, so systems work, guys. Keep it in mind here. So just to kind of recap this framework. So you said the idea is to go to the business section, and I'm guessing you could even look at, you know, the the section that focuses on economics, right? Especially maybe go back to the crash of 2008 and look at the literature or the news from, you know. Oh, for sure. You will get all the vocabulary you need. Definitely. Yeah. And then what was the second step, Jessica? One more time. Um, The second step was to approach the um, approach. what was the second step? The second step was to to approach the essay by having a sound system of planning. So mm. when you when you look at the graph, you have to be able to organize it into two groups of numbers. And okay. those are the two main body paragraphs of your essay. Perfect. Perfect. And was there a final step or was that was that it? Was that the system right there? Um, well, the, the system for, for writing is a lot more, it, well, not a lot more detailed, lot more but it's, it's a little bit more detailed than what we have time to talk about today. So yes. I would, I would have to show you an example and show you how to plan. <laughs> so that's, that's something that, that we'll address later. But yeah. in general, those are the two important things to do. Awesome. Thank you so much for this today, Jessica. This has been fantastic. And don't worry, guys, we're going to come back to each of these points at some point here very soon, and we're going to dig deeper into the IELTS exam. Yeah, and I can't wait to hear what questions that you guys have as well. So maybe we could do a whole episode of just your questions about writing task one or your questions about writing task two. So, So please let us know because I would love to talk about what you want to hear. Ooh, I like that idea. I like that idea. So guys, keep your questions coming in and we're going to let you know at the end of this show, this episode, how you can actually get an opportunity, a chance to talk with Jessica for 15 minutes for an evaluation from Jessica. Come talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll find out about that in just a few seconds. Thanks so much, Jessica, for hanging out today. Thank you, Lindsay. Enjoy your evening. You too. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Mm -hmm.